Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I want to talk about buses. And if you're a regular listener to Lunchtime Live, you'll know that I'm uh, regularly quite critical of phantom buses. But it seems that they're becoming an even more persistent problem. Um, The number of uh, uh, bus routes, several Dublin bus routes, have now seen a big increase in the number of scheduled buses not running. Actually just not running at all now. These NTA figures show a jump in the buses that just didn't turn up, they didn't run, they didn't arrive. And I want to know how does this affect you? And what's concerning the transport experts is that they're actually concerned that if the public transport providers don't get their act together, then people are going to get back into the cars. And that has a whole different impact then and complications in terms of the conversation around climate change and emissions and all of that. So if you've been affected, give us a shout today. We want to hear from you. Um, I mentioned this at the start of the programme. Joshua is with us on the line today. Joshua, tell us about your commute. Hi, Andrea. Um, yeah, I'm a student in DCU, um, so and I live in Clondalkin. Um, so my commute would be going, taking the 13 um, from roundabout Clondalkin Village all the way into town and then all the way back out to DCU um, on the north side, which takes about an hour and a half on the bus. And then when you add in walking and any sort of traffic or delays, it's, it really takes me about two hours to get um, one way back and forth to college. And that's Clondalkin to um, to DCU. What if you were to drive yeah. that? If I was to drive that, that would that's, be twenty minutes. Yeah, it's not. But because yeah. of the way the system works, <laughs> you've got to come into town to go back out of town. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, we're we're looking at a situation where students are in a cost of living crisis, where driving is is not an affordable option, um, and you know, living any closer to college. I mean, not that I live far from college is completely impossible. I mean, I'm. I actually probably have one of the smaller yeah, commutes in terms say. of people. I mean, there's people commuting from, from Drogheda, yeah. commuting from Meath, commuting from Kildare. I had somebody in the show last um, week. Their daughter is commuting from uh, rural Kerry to Cork daily yeah, for yeah. college. And I think the in terms of what you're talking about, in terms of phantom buses and the delays in public transport, the problem there is, you know, if you're already getting up at six a.m. to travel to college, um, you can't allow time for a phantom bus or for delays because it's already taking you hours to get into college. Mm. You can't add 15, 30 minutes um, to your commute to make sure that you're on time. And then you're in a situation where if the bus doesn't show up, you don't make it to work, you don't make it to college, um, and you're you're just stuck, basically. And this bus number 13 that you mentioned, is this a Dublin bus that you get, Joshua? Yeah, this is a Dublin bus. Yeah, does it turn up? Um, It's very on and off. I, I've noticed a huge increase in the lack of it turning up since the G-Spine um, launched, which uh, runs through Clendalkin as well. Um, I don't know if there's any connection there, but it, it's just kind of the... Uh, like, it does show... It's, it's, uh, thankfully, that bus runs pretty regularly. It's a 15-minute bus, so if it doesn't show, there is, you know, it, you're waiting just another 15 minutes, which which can you know, which could be the difference between you being late or on time mm. or missing a class. Um, but it, it's not as bad as some other people who have, you know, uh, buses that run once an hour and if the bus doesn't show up they're, they're completely missed yeah. everything they have to do the bit that um, I love well not that I love it sorry it absolutely infuriates me but it's the most Irish thing in the world that the bus just you know the bus can arrive like 10-15 minutes late and they're just that's it just, there's no need to explain yeah. anything or say and anything I mean, look, or just... look that's the thing I mean like <laughs> delays will happen I mean I think people understand that 
but it's just the lack of information and the lack yeah. of reliability of, you know, we have um, multiple real-time apps, all of which tend to seem to show different information. Um, and, you know, like, it, it's just a nightmare. I mean, the bus says it's coming and then it doesn't show up. And another bus says it's coming and then that shows up before it was even meant to show up. And where up. does it go? And this is what I want to know. That, if, if the how, bus... how difficult is it to yeah. track a bus? That, that's what I would If like the bus was going to be there six minutes prior to that and you have the notification on the screen or in your app, where did it go? Yeah. How does it not show up? And I wonder maybe, I mean, like all the real-time apps seem to work on time. Maybe it would be better if they told us to. I, I know that's quite difficult to calculate in terms of the traffic. Maybe it would be better if we were shown the distance in kilometres and we could see the bus moving towards us yeah. in terms of that distance. And I'm on for that. that. That's, maybe, good. that's mean, a good, that's a good that, suggestion. That's difficult to track. Like that, That's maybe a more solid... Um, indicator of how far your bus is, yeah. is away. Um, Emma's on the line as well, Joshua. Emma, you are in Cork. Do you rely, can you rely on public transport or what's the story with buses there? Um, well, I mean, thankfully, I'm in a situation where I don't have that long a commute. I mean, I live, it's only about three and a half kilometres to work, but it's too far for, for me to be able to walk. Um, and regularly, I get the 214 and like that, you're looking at the app, it says your bus is, you know, six minutes away, four minutes away. If the time comes, there is no bus, 10 more minutes, 15 more minutes. And then, you know, our, my bus is every 20 minutes and it, it just disappears. And, it, you know, if I knew I was in a situation where I was driving to work every day um, and decided, look, this isn't great. I really want to be able to take the bus. But it's, and I mean, there is a bus that goes literally from my front gate to bring them into a two-minute walk from my office. And it's like I am the ideal bus commuter. It's short, it's easy, it's direct. And and I can't get the bus because if one doesn't come and the next one is running 15, 18 minutes late, that's, you know, that's like uh, 20 minutes for a disappearing bus, 15 minutes late for the next bus. Like, I don't have an extra 40 minutes by the time I drop my kids to school and then try and get to work. It's just the unreliability of information. Again, if I knew that this bus wasn't coming, okay, on that day, I will take my car. You know, I I can park at work. That's not a problem. I do have the luxury of being able to choose Mm. to drive if I need to. But at the very least, again, I can account for traffic to a certain extent, but not for a bus that says it's coming that disappears. But isn't it absolutely gas that you, Emma, have to, to factor into your day an additional 20 minutes in the morning before you get to work in order to allow for a potential phantom bus? Like, it, it's absolutely. just utterly ridiculous that you have to count it's, that into the morning. Like Absolutely. And it's like, and to the point where it's like, I'm sort of three months in now to really actively not drive to work. You know, sometimes I like, if a different bus comes that brings me half the way, I'll be like, right, I'll get on that and I'll walk the rest of the way because I have a lot extra time. But it's like, even at that, it's becoming so frequent or the same on the way home. I need to get home in time to collect my kids from childcare. So I can only allow for like, I can't, I, I, there's a deadline. So it's like, I have to get back in time to pick up the kids. Mm. So it's like now, because of the unreliability, I'm, I feel like I'm like forced back into my car mm. and it's like traffic and, you know, there's, all of these things are in sustainable travel and everything, but it's like... And you're trying to do it and you are the very trying, person like that the transport experts here are concerned about, you know, because you're the person who like, go back into the I'm, car. And I'm, and I'm willing to make the effort and I don't mind taking the bus. And to be honest, I found actually commuting on public transport, it's way more relaxing yeah. than driving into yeah. town, getting into the multi-storey car park. I way prefer it. It costs me more money. 
And um, because it's over short distance, I don't have huge fuel costs. I don't have anything, but I'm willing to like pay the money because it's a relaxing mm. way into work. I hop off. I'm, you know, three minutes walk from my office. It's brilliant. And I, when I think like I, uh, the fact that I can't re- like rely on a bus, I live on a bus route. It's so short. Yeah. And like I said, even if, even if it was late, if the information was right, then I can make a decision around whether I wait or not. But it's like they can't, like you've like um like the previous commenter was saying, it's like there's um you've all these apps and it says the bus is coming and the, it, like it just disappears, disappears. off the app, it disappears the, off the, Google. It, it, the, that's actually it, one of the points. Funny that I, I wanted to ask you, Joshua, about that. Just as a couple of texters coming in wondering, I mean, like, is an electric bike or a bike, you know, just cycling? Is is that an option at all, Joshua, for you, or is that? Um, well, I suppose that that is something I'm considering. There's a um, a train route, a commuter train route from Clondalk and Fontill train station. So um, I'm looking at investing maybe in an electric scooter that would take me to there, and then that's a quick way into college. But even that only runs uh, runs every 15 minutes um, before nine o'clock. But after that, it's only once an hour, yeah. um, which is not okay. not as, as easy a thing in terms of timing around my day. It means I have to time my day around the bus that that specific hour train. Um, which I shouldn't have to do when there is a bus like five no. minutes from my house. And then um, you can't always go, bring the bike college, and the train you know. either. That's the other problem exactly, that will then that, present that's, itself. That's the, thing, um, yeah. and I, the big concern here is that people are going to move away from public transport. Yeah. And like well, you heard Emma. Driving. You know, you heard Emma there. Emma's the, the perfect candidate um, who wants to use the public transport and, and you know, it's just it's just not working out because it's so unreliable. Mary in Kildare has got in contact and says, you know, we had public services in rural Ireland years ago. I, I'm wondering where they went to. This texter says, my two kids, 23 and 15, stranded and sore a couple of evenings ago because bus Aaron went by them and it was full. There was no other bus for an hour, no guarantee they'd get the next one. Uh, where we live, it's an hour's walk from the train station and Dublin bus stops. The train wasn't available from Swords anyway. We've campaigned for Dublin bus to extend their route very slightly to include our village. It, little, it would literally add two to three minutes, but to no avail. They had to get a taxi home for 40 quid. Zero reliability, no option but to use the car. We had to try, we have tried to use public transport, but it's just so unreliable. It's actually left the kids stranded. James is with us um, on the line as well. Oh, James, you are a Dublin bus driver. Um, why did you get in touch about this? How are you, Andrew? How are you doing? Good, not bad. Um, basically, the reason for a lot of the phantom buses would be short staff. Like, if drivers ring in sick or anything like that, there's no no drivers there to, to cover it. We used to have in the garage probably about 15 spare drivers for that reason alone. And they don't. The last four or five years, probably, they haven't had spare drivers. Like, So there's no backup? There's no... No. Um, with the bus connect, they're focusing having drivers for that so they're probably pulling drivers off other routes to make sure that they're all they're all running and, and no phantom buses So it was the case previously that when you came into work James to what it will say whatever route you were on we'll just say the, the 16 it's one that I know well yeah. um, there would always be about 15 or so extra drivers in the depot to cover illness or you know yeah, others Yeah they'd have them in the morning times as well like you'd probably be drivers there from about 5 o'clock that'll be spare and then they bring drivers in at about 3 o'clock that are spare to cover the evening duties. So we've no spare we've no spare drivers so that's so that means that buses and coaches can't be staffed but this is the bit I can't get my head around and maybe you can explain this to me 
surely if there is, if we only have, we'll say, 10 number 16s operating this afternoon, okay, the, today, um, and we get we get a call in from two of the drivers, you and somebody else can't come in, you're, you're sick or something has happened, surely then we just, like, why would we still notify people that these two extra buses are, do you know what I mean, they were running all buses? Why would we not just take them off the system? It's the fact that they show up in the system. Yeah, no, I, I I'm not privy to the IT kind of end of it, but, um, like, it could be, could be short notice as well. Like, if I'm juggling at five and I wake up and I'm not feeling well now on a sick day or whatever, short notice. But uh, I presume that'd be down that'd be down to the ITN anyway. It wouldn't be able to do with the inspectors and the job or... Wouldn't be a tra- no, no, and I totally appreciate that. I mean, that'd be somebody. I mean, surely there's somebody well enough paid up in management that can can figure out we've X number of buses running today, so we'll take this number of buses yeah. off the real the real time app. Because I think what infuriates customers most of all, James, and you probably get the brunt of this. Then when people get on the bus, they're you know agitated and outraged about the fact that this phantom bus didn't show up or the bus is twenty minutes late, and you probably that you probably have to deal them with a lot of this anger, do you? You know, just by the look at them getting on, you're, you're, you're in for a mouthful, yeah. Do you, yeah. yeah. Is it frequent, James? Um, not as frequent. I'm on one of the bus connect routes, so they don't be missing them all, that often. So it's on the older routes, the 27s and stuff like that, yeah, it would be frequent. And not only that, like, it could be, like, you could be stuck in traffic one day and, and you're running late and... Legally, you can only drive five hours, 30 minutes. So if you're late... Out at the other terminus, you have to get back in on your five hours, 30 minutes for your break. So that could be another reason for a bus not running. So you do five hours and then, give me that again, five hours and then a third... Five hours, 30 minutes is the legal driving time. Is the legal driving time. Yeah, you have to have a break then, you can't drive over that. And sometimes, I mean, I'm on the bus route, it will do us... I know the, the, the bus that I frequently get does a, st- a changeover, there's a stopover for a break outside the rotunda. Usually they do, a, a, a you know, a changeover of, of drivers there. But, like, you'd imagine that must be calculated into the route and the arrival time. And I know that's an it IT does, thing, but... Yeah, it is calculated, and it doesn't happen as often as it used to because we probably bought better bus lanes now, even though most of them are taken over by cars. But... um it doesn't happen as often that end of things but I just think it's it's mainly the staffing levels So why are people not, not get, why are people not getting into it James do you think? Well, I don't know and it's, it's, it's a good job and it's handy enough like so Hope none of me bosses are listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know, but like it's, you know, you, you enjoy it. You'd recommend it, would you? Yeah, well, I like driving anyway. And I drive from Westmead, so I've, I've a good drive before I even get to work. So Right. You do, yeah. yeah. And also, someone talking there earlier about the app, it's, I agree with it as well. They should actually have a map, like, you know when you're over in America and you're getting an Uber, and you can track them on the map, yeah. see where he is. That'd be a better one. At least you know the bus is on if you can actually see it moving. There was jo- Joshua, one of our callers there, had had that suggestion. I thought it was a yeah. brilliant idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why why the counter don't upgrade it. Sure, with all the technology and brains around all this now, you'd imagine somebody could and improve the They're app. very well funded, Dublin Bus, because, you know, the NTA fund Dublin Bus now, so they're very well funded. Yeah. So people are leaving. It's, it's, it's just there's not as many people to staff the buses. So are they leaving and retiring or they're, they're mainly going into Bus Connects? Is that what's happening? 
Sorry, what's that? You rem- there's less drivers. We've less drivers now for Dublin bus. But are people? Is it that they're actually leaving the occupation, leaving the the leaving uh, the driving business, or is it all down to bus connects? So I think it's just bus connects. Like they to have bus connects running successfully, they need X amount of drivers, and they are. There's, there's still new drivers coming in every week, but it's, it's obviously not enough. Mm. But you enjoy it anyway, despite people giving out to you for buses being late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I appreciate you getting in touch um, t- today, James. You're not on the route at the moment, are you? No, not for another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good stuff. Listen, thanks a million, uh, James there, Dublin bus driver. Um, more messages coming in on this too. David has got in contact. He says, I live in a small village near Navan. A new bus route started during COVID and stops three and a half kilometres from our village of 500 people. No idea why the new route didn't continue to us. We've no public transport. All the journeys are car-based, so a bus would be ideal for people to reduce their car use or even to get rid of a second car if it was available. This texter says, last week I took a bus and there was a huge row that happened upstairs. The bus was packed. I had to stand for 35 minutes with people sneezing and coughing beside me. Never again, says this listener. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about Dublin bus routes reporting a massive jump in the number of scheduled buses that aren't running. They're just not showing up in some cases. And I've been asking you to get in uh, in touch today with your experience. I mean, if you've been left stranded because your bus didn't show up, 1800 453 106 is the number to call. Paula is with us on the line in Dublin. Um, Paula, what's your story? Um, hi. Yeah, uh, we have a, a daughter who takes two buses in the morning um, she would go from Lucan down to Ballyfermot. Um, 15 minute drive, a via dropper. So when she gets off the C1 in Parmestown, where she does a changeover, the 18 bus, she's often being left an hour and a half waiting for a bus. They just simply just don't show up. No notification, no, no information. No notification. Yeah. No, and she would travel like with different, there'd be a few people with additional leads because there's a lot of people coming from Stewart's for that bus as well. And the council down in Parmestown and everything has gone on to Bus Connects and everything about the level of service, yeah. well, of non-service. But you could, like, even Tuesday, I had to leave work and go out and get her from the bus stop because she was just stranded because there was no bus going to come for another hour and a half. Just but that's a up. sort of a ridiculous situation, isn't it? Like, you can't... Well, it is. Well, especially when you're that close when she's not that far from the place, do you know what I mean? It's it's unbelievable. It's crazy. It just can't go on. Do you know what I mean? Kids and like college students and people going to work just left stranded. It was one morning she was getting on the bus. Bus never showed up till ten past nine, and a lady. Asked, Sorry, Paula. Repeat that. She just just lost connection for a second. She was getting on the bus at ten past nine. The bus was an hour late and another lady at the bus stop had been there from 10 past 7. There had been no bus between 10 past 7 and 10 past 9. Two hours. And there was due to be, was there? There was scheduled bus. Yeah. Five buses never showed up. Five of them? Five of them (laughs) never showed up. Yeah. How can we rely on this? Well, I would ring. I rang Bus Connects. I've put it on Twitter, everything, and they just say, we've no staff. 
snow stuff. That's all they say. And, and, and snow stuff. James, one of our callers there before the, the ad break, James is a driver with Dublin Bus and he rang in and, and he made that point as well. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I totally accept that. But don't advertise yeah. the bus. If you can't start yeah. it, don't advertise it. This is the bit don't I can't understand. It. Yeah. Like, there will be, it's like somebody comes in to work and will take over the IT one morning and they will put in cancelled. Like you'd see, some mornings you might see four buses cancelled in a row. That's all right if you know it's going to be cancelled. I can drop her on my way to work. Do you know what I mean? But going down and to a bus stop where no bus shows up whatsoever for over an hour and a half is just it's unacceptable. Yeah. And like I imagine as well, to be fair to, to the Dublin bus drivers, if you're sick or you can't come into work that morning, you're mm. not calling five minutes before your shift starts to say you can't come in. No. You, like it's the same yeah. if any of us can't come in because we're sick. You let management yeah. know as early as you possibly can. They'll get somebody to fill in for you or they'll just cancel this, this bus route. This is what I just, I just, it just baffles me like. Yeah, I was saying to one of your researchers said the bus stop in Ballyferm, it's outside the National Learning Network in Ballyferm and there would be a lot of users, my own daughter come out there, you know what I mean, to use that bus Mm. and they're left stranded outside for an hour, it could be when they finish college, the bus just does not come. And is there even a shelter or or anything like that, Paul? There's a shelter. Yeah, but like, sure that's not I wouldn't stand, stand for, an hour. for an hour or more. I, <laughs> I wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? So that's what we're at. But that's a bus connect. That's the issue. It's not Dublin bus. That's I think that's, that's that other one. Okay. Yeah, okay. or Go Ahead or Go Ireland. One of those. One of those. Whoever yeah. owns the eighteen now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I know the 18 actually. Yes, I know it. It passes my own area as well. Um, that's right. It's not. It's on uh, Transport Infrastructure Ireland, isn't it? Or one of those. It's it's not on the Dublin bus route. Uh, this texter says, who uses the new all-night buses from Adamstown to Sandy Mount? Bus Connects needs to have more drivers during the day when people are trying to get to work, college, hospital appointments. Sarah has got in touch to say, why do we need um, better public transport? Oh, sorry, apologies. We do need better public transport, Sarah says, in rural areas and spaces need to be made for bikes the transport system and the roads it's far too car dominated what we need is a public transport network that will actually save the planet um, Evelyn Shoei from Galway Commuter Coalition is with us on the programme as well um, what's the story in Galway? Uh, yeah in Galway we're facing similar problems it was interesting to hear people talk about the bus connects being a problem like Parts of rural Ireland, well, most of rural Ireland doesn't have the bus connects and that isn't causing the problems for the real-time information or ghost bus not showing up. Like, it's a National Transport Authority problem. And we, the reason we came together to write the letter was to try and address it. It's not just a Dublin problem. It's a rural Ireland problem yeah. too. So what services do you have in Galway or what's the situation there? What services do we have in Galway? We have two buses. We have Bus Erin and we have City Direct running in the city and then we have Bus Erin looking after the rural side and City Direct as well in some cases. And then there's a lot of private buses that fill the gaps. And if you want to park rural areas. if you want to park up and primarily use public transport to and from work and day to day living, is that an option for you? For me, I'm lucky I live in the city. We don't own a car. We got rid of the car many, many years ago because Mm. there wasn't a need for us because we live quite close. But occasionally my husband will have to commute to the other side of the city for work and he has faced problems with buses not showing up or being told that a bus is going to be at a bus stop at a particular time and he gets there and it's not, which means he's late for work. Um, We're limited with bus lanes as well. 
like infrastructure is pretty poor in Galway when it comes to public transport. Um, so with, with the huge car dominance, you often get stuck in traffic mm-hmm. as well, like with the buses, which I'm sure is a problem for the real time information. But I don't understand how it can't be updated, how GPS can't be used to track where the I buses know, are and updated in real time. Like, And that's why we came together, the coalitions came together to write to the Oireachtas to try and address this. It is an emergency. We we are we are trying to encourage more people to leave the cars at home and to start using more public transport mm-hmm. or to be active in like in the ways that they commute to work. And how can we do that if we can't provide the basic infrastructure that make people feel comfortable using the services as well and that they will be reliable going forward. And what reply did you get or what response have you got from this letter you sent in? Uh, the response has been good so far. Um, I don't know exactly who and when, but the response has been good and we're hoping that we will get a meeting Yeah, to, to try, try and bring this forward quickly. Like They were able to do it for the airport when there was a major crisis in the airport. We don't want to face a major crisis in our public transport, especially, again, as I said, when we are trying to move people towards even more public mm-hmm. transport. We need people to be more confident in public transport, not less confident in it. Well, there's a text in here from a listener who says, I, I feel like the real time is totally false advertising. The term makes me expect uh, that the bus will arrive, a GPS device on the actual physical bus. Uh, that's clearly not the case. Another texter says, I'm a DCU student and I live in Malahide, approximately 20 to 30 minute drive. Takes me two hours by bus most days. The buses then don't show up and when finally one arrives, they're full. Nothing on the app to say it's not coming or even if I could try an alternative route. Um, this listener says, my mum's 85 years of age, waited an hour and 20 minutes for a number Uh, 123 bus a couple of weeks ago I was ringing the house I didn't know where she was when I rang Dublin bus to find out what happened two bus drivers were pulled to go on different routes totally unacceptable says this listener Donal is on the line Donal what's your experience? Yeah I've just I've just moved back from Dublin and uh, you know I found the the bus service in Dublin wasn't wasn't too bad I was lucky enough to have a stop right outside my my house but uh, I've just moved home to Tremore and um, the the 360 route uh, goes into Waterford City. It's used by a huge number of people in Tremore who are working uh, in town. And again, uh, it comes down to staffing is the problem. Uh, I, uh, through my own fault, uh, missed the the last bus uh, the other night. Uh, so I happen to know that the taxi fare uh, for the same route uh, costs thirty two euro. Thirty two euro. From uh, now, that was my own fault. I missed the bus. It yeah, did, it okay, did run that enough. night. Yeah. But there have been. Uh, I have uh, friends with uh, teenagers uh, who would be uh, in town, and the last bus just hasn't run, and I've had to go into town uh, to uh, collect them. And again, I had a very interesting experience just last night. Uh, I was getting the the bus just a couple of stops here in Tremor. Just uh, I didn't want to carry the heavy shopping uh, home walking, mm. and uh, I was looking at the the app. And the time that it was telling me for how long the bus was going to take seemed extremely long. Um, so the bus came a lot sooner than the app was saying. And there are, there are screens on these buses. And I noticed that the, the, stop, the, the, the information on the bus was saying that the bus was still in the city. So it seems, it seems to me as if the drivers are supposed to click something as they passed each stop and just weren't doing it. Right. Hard to believe that you actually missed the bus service in Dublin, Donald. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> from all, and, the, from all and, the from all the just, stories. And, yeah, and just one small thing. Just when I was I was waiting there for your uh, researcher to 
to call me back. I happened to see something from uh, Grace O'Sullivan, MEP, uh, who was actually, she was down in Cork and she was riding on one of the buses and she was saying, how often do you see a politician on the bus? Yeah, and the answer was absolutely never. Yeah, okay, okay. No, look, it's a f- fair point. Um, well, if we turn out, if there's anything to, to summarise from today, the, she, you couldn't rely on the bus turning up. This texter says, myself and my adult son are currently both relying on Dublin bus to commute to and from work in Dublin city centre, but the service is so unreliable it's shocking. To arrive at a uh, terminal bus stop at 20 past 6 in the morning for a 6.27 departure, that'll sporadically just doesn't turn up without warning or notice it's beyond frustrating when you've no other travel options the bus didn't turn up excuse when you contact your boss can only be offered on so many occasions Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk